Namaste everyone. Let us talk today about the upcoming new moon in Purva Bedrapada Nakshatra, which is going to culminate on 9th or 10th March, depending on your time zone. You may already know that a day before this particular new moon is considered incredibly auspicious and is actually known as Maha Shivaratri, or the Great Night of Lord Shiva. In fact, this entire dark fortnight in which we are in right now is considered to be very sacred to Lord Shiva himself. And there are some very good reasons for that. You see, traditionally, every month, one day before new moon, in the dark fortnight, on Krishna Chaturdashi Titi, we venerate Lord Shiva. Every day before new moon, once a month, is Shivaratri, or great night of Lord Shiva. But why this particular day, before this particular new moon, is called Maha Shivaratri, or the great night of Lord Shiva, is because this new moon culminates in sidereal Aquarius, which is a zodiac sign strongly connected to energy of Lord Shiva himself. First of all, it is the original 11th house, 11th zodiac sign, which is a number strongly connected with Lord Shiva himself, as he himself assumes 11 forms, known as 11 rudras, representing also 11 types of vital air in our energy body. And those 11 rudras are known to be the forces of transformation in our life that push us forward, that allow us to transform those things within us which are already outdated and open up for something new, open up for innovation, open up for new ways of looking at things. And this in itself, of course, is so resonant with sign of Aquarius itself, where new moon is going to culminate during this fortnight. Because Aquarius is all about our ability to stay open-minded. It's all about, you know, our ability to actually transform something within us, especially our dark side. You see why this particular new moon is so sacred to Lord Shiva as well, is we cannot take out of consideration that this particular new moon, the dark moon, occurs also in a sign that is ruled by quite dark planets, Rahu and Saturn. And it is to be expected that during the entire fortnight that leads up to Mahashivaratri and the new moon inside real Aquarius, many things, you know, from within us, many of our own dark aspects, our inner demons, our shadows will keep coming to the surface. You see, in mythology, Lord Shiva is so commonly associated with, with ghosts and shadows and demons being around him. Because Lord Shiva 
he represents our ability to transcend them altogether, to transcend the tamoguna, the guna of darkness within us, and utilize it for a personal transformation. Lord Shiva having a crescent moon in his hair also represents our, his ability to control the mind. And of course, you know, during a dark fortnight like this, which is culminating in Mahashivaratri and new moon inside the real Aquarius, we can expect that some of our dark sides can become a little bit enhanced, a little triggered. But at the same time, we need to be so aware that those things are happening for us to transform them. And how does Lord Shiva inspires us to transform the darker aspects of ourselves? Of course, we always see Lord Shiva immersed in meditation. Through that, he reminds us too that if we want to transcend this either darker or more destructive side of our own mind, it can happen through meditation only. And naturally, this entire fortnight is deeply supportive for all spiritual activities, for intensifying our meditation practice. And yet at the same time, you know, we can experience that actually meditating in this particular fortnight might be sometimes harder than during other times, precisely because this darker part of us simply becomes stronger. You see, I have been celebrating Mahashivaratri multiple times with my Gurudev, like a proper whole night celebration, because traditionally during Mahashivaratri, we are supposed to fast whole night, whole day, and stay awake whole night while chanting the mantra to Lord Shiva singing kirtan, just staying fully awake. And the very reason for that is because it is believed that actually during this particular night, the night before this new moon, it's harder than ever to stay awake because the demons within us are even stronger than they usually are. And yet if you undertake this extra effort to actually stay awake, to fast, to control your mind, to transcend, you know, this lower part of yourself. A lot of your karma is being burned as a result of that, as a result of Lord Shiva's grace. And as a result of it, you attain peace, which is the very meaning of Lord Shiva's name, in fact. The very word Shiva begins with syllable she, which is a Sanskrit root for peacefulness. And Lord Shiva denotes that because even though he is surrounded often by ghosts, by demons, even though so many incredibly transformative and turbulent things happen in his own life, he remains peaceful. He finds solace in meditation in detachment, in connection with his divine self rather than with his lower self. And that's also what Lord Shiva is trying to inspire us to do and find and establish within ourselves. 
And I believe that this becomes, you know, additionally powerful when new moon occurs in fierce nakshatra, like it happens this year, because sun and moon are going to meet in sidereal Aquarius in Purvabhadrapada nakshatra, which is a very fierce lunar mansion and often, you know, can in many ways, you know, create so many turbulences in our minds and in our life when sun and moon meet there. Some of our dark sides can emerge powerfully in the days leading to that new moon. But at the same time, Purva Padrapada Nakshatra is ruled by one of the Rudras, by Aja Ekapada, the so-called one-footed serpent who represents nothing else but the Kundalini force within us. The very energy of Purva Padrapada Nakshatra is that of rising higher up, of energy being elevated inside of us of our consciousness growing and rising. And that in itself can be seen in the very symbol of Purva Padrapada Nakshatra, which is a solar pillar, a pillar of light. And the pillar of light is actually the very symbol of Lord Shiva himself. Pillar of light is nothing else but the Jyoti Linga, the Lingam, the symbol of Lord Shiva itself, which has no beginning and no end, which is made of pure light and pure consciousness. So when sun and moon are meeting there in such a nakshatra, indeed we can expect that moon or the mind might feel a little troubled, a little uneasy, while he dwells in Purvabhadranvada nakshatra, burned by the fierce rays of the sun, and on top of that, in close proximity to Saturn this year, of course, a situation like that doesn't feel perhaps very pleasant for the moon or for the mind. But yet, through those fierce energies, so much of our karma can be burned and so many negative tendencies inside of us can be purified. Which makes this entire fortnight a really, really great time for introspection, diving deep within and actually having a really close look at who are those enemies within us? What are, you know, these dark qualities that we still need to transform? Because that particular fortnight will certainly enable us to see those things more clearly as it's far more fierce in nature than previous fortnights. And especially this year, the already intense and transformative energies of New Moon preceded by Mahashivaratri night are going to be additionally intensified. As Sun and Moon this year are not alone in the sign of Aquarius, but they are accompanied by Saturn in Shatabisha, the star of healing, and also Venus in the Nishta Nakshatra. And this in itself is such a, you know, complex combination because, you know, if you look at that and the planetary friendship and enmity between Sun, Moon, Saturn and Venus, you know, those planets really do not go along together so well. So a certain conflict 
either inside of us or outside of us is inevitable. Some energies are going to clash and as a result of it, Moon will feel very uneasy because you see, Moon is this planet in Vedic astrology that just likes to have peace, you know, peace of mind. Moon is said to be the friend of everyone. And yet, during this particular new Moon, Moon will find himself in quite an easy position. On one hand, being burned by the Sun and its fiery rays. And on another hand, facing the enmity from Saturn and Venus. So, of course, it's a very transformative time for the mind and when times like that arise, it becomes even more important than ever for all of us to make a little extra effort to work on our peace of mind. To immerse our minds, for example, in Vedic chants, in chanting of the mantra, just so we can deep reach you know, some deeper layers of our being deeper waters of our consciousness, which are never disturbed by whatever is happening on the surface. So it's a beautiful and powerful time of transformation, but bear in mind that it might be a little uneasy too. Especially because during this particular lunar month, Sun will be mainly dwelling in the sign of Aquarius. Later it will proceed to Pisces. It's not an easy you know, place for Sun to be in either because Sun is here conjunct now with Saturn and dwells in the sign of Saturn and Rahu. It is often you know, the time when, of the year when our ego is burned and when our ego, which always wants to be you know, in power, in control, this same ego who believes that I am the doer, you know, is being often taught a lesson to embrace some of its weaknesses, to embrace the fact that not everything is in our control. And this is quite interesting, especially if you consider that normally during this particular lunar month called Falguna month, it is normally considered that sign of Leo is undergoing Shunya Dosha or the combination of fruitlessness. So even the very sign ruled by the sun becomes somehow afflicted in this month, which gives us a very strong indication that this is really a powerful month for us to work on our ego, our egoistic tendencies and transcending them and purification of the mind. And as I mentioned, do prepare yourself that as these planets will be slowly heading together to the sign of Aquarius and will finally get conjunct there during the new moon day, that, you know, lots of conflicting energies may arise within us. You may experience some conflict also externally you may experience, you know, this uneasy energy somehow arising. But if you have that knowledge already, this can help you to go through this entire process of inner purification much more peacefully and with different awareness. Because if you realize that whatever, you know, uneasy situations happen in your life, 
In fact, they help you to burn and transform your karma. They help you to, to grow, to become a better human, to learn on your mistakes. When you have that sort of attitude and if you practice a healthy amount of detachment and inner renunciation from the ego, which is literally what Lord Shiva represents, then you can go, you know, through even deep, deep transformative processes with peace in your mind and with peace in your heart. And that is something that I wish to all of you, that you go through this dark fortnight and meet your demons, if need be, with peace in your heart. But of course, peace doesn't happen just like that. Remember that it's something that we need to work on. And this is why this entire dark fortnight leading up to the new moon in Purva Bhadrapada Nakshatra is a great time to immerse your mind in mantra, in meditation, in prayer, in meaningful connection with the divine. Because as much as transformations may surround you in this dark fortnight, at the same time, inside of you, also something very profound and deep can awaken. Because, not without a reason, a day before this new moon is so sacred and holds such a potential to transform us in a very meaningful way. So, I wish you all a beautiful Mahashivaratri. Beautiful new moon too. And a meaningful dark fortnight. Namaste.